0: All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday? I know we back at it again. I think I may start doing like probably two podcasts a week. That's what I'm probably leaning towards. But we back in the studio, and honestly, I like this little uh, part of the studio. Me and uh, Brad was talking about doing this spot right here. It's like a little comfy, little couch kind of closed in and everything. I like this. I like this. It's like. kind of like a little closed in area and it's like intimate and like just chill i like this though but i hope y'all having a beautiful beautiful day what i really wanted to uh discuss today is what what i had on my on my thing is one one of the things i wanted to discuss was how it has switched I, I want to know when the the necessary the switch happened with uh with like anime and video games being more prominent as you get older. Now let me let me break down what I mean. All right, so y'all know if y'all look uh for like years now, for years it's been uh like I, I'm gonna say let let's just say you go back twenty years, right? We can go back further than that, but I want to give it the start of it, like, 20 years at the time. Let's say you go back 20 years. Video games and uh, anime slash cartoons, that's what they called it. Like, anything animated was a cartoon and all that. So, anime was, like, looked at. As you got older, they were like, yo... That's not the thing like you're grown now like if a uh, if a 25 to 30 year old or even even a 21 if you were like 21 or in between 21 and 30 it was really looked at like as frowned upon or even like 30 plus 21 all the way up to like grown adult like 21 and past it, it was frowned upon to, to be able to to look at uh, anime slash cartoons, because that's what they called it, and, uh, and play video games, it was just frowned upon, like you was looked at like, man, damn, you a joke, you a joke, you could be doing anything, anything in the world. And they just look at you like, people, like, I'm talking about elder people and stuff like that, already grown people, be like, nah, nigga, that's some kid shit, you want some kid shit. Like, you you playing video games and you watching cartoons, that's what they used to say. And me, I, I was like, I, w- I was still, like, watching anime, like, I've been watching anime my whole life, right? So, that, that, that's already a given. Because I, I started with uh Yu Yu Hakusho and stuff like that. So, that, that's how I kind of got into Yu Yu Hakusho and Yu Asha and shit. So, it kind of, it kind of morphed with that because, and I've been playing video games forever. So, I was like, man, why would I stop doing any of those things? Just because people deem it not, like, grown if you doing those things and I, I want to know like when the switch happened, because now it isn't frowned upon anymore. Like how it was like, like I said, 20 years ago and shit like that, because 20 years ago, you tell you tell another grown you, you 20, 24, 25, 26, telling another grown person like, yeah, man, I just played this game and all that it was a good game. They looking at you like, uh, dude, you're like a grown ass man, and you playing video games. Now we, I think, be because it used to be taboo. It it used to be out of the norm and everything. So now, uh, you know what, you know what I think has helped it. Athletes, I think athletes have helped it because we still see these athletes playing playing uh two K, Madden, Call of Duty and not just not just athletes, not just athletes. We also have to give credit immense credit to YouTube because they're the those two entities, I probably say YouTube more than the athletes, but the athletes definitely have something to do with it. But those two entities in its own was like you you weren't looked at as some childish person or some person that just like you know is doing shit is like playing video games and not looking at the uh not taking like grown-up life serious because that's how they looked at it and now people look at like wait you don't watch any video games you don't watch any anime huh because the anime not looked at as like what it was no more i'm telling you it's some animes out there that can compete with some of the top television shows like attack on titan can compete with some of the top television shows on tv today like the the it's enthralling it's literally like what you don't know what's going to happen next who's going to die and like the the amount of like investment you have into these characters and all of that like it's crazy so i i want the i think the switch was uh i think the switch was definitely with youtube and i think the athletes were involved in it because you it's like they connected the two worlds. Like, because people on YouTube were talking about things that they were passionate about, especially in the early days of YouTube, people used to just get on and record themselves playing video games. They had millions of views with people playing Call of Duty, people playing Grand Theft Auto, millions of views. So they was like, oh, you telling me I can just record myself playing a video game and just and I can make hundreds of thousands of dollars, not even just hundreds of thousands. I can make millions of dollars by just recording myself playing a video game. And something that I'll already be doing for free, I can record myself playing it and millions of dollars are gonna come in and I'm gonna amass this big audience and be able to transform different places and stuff like that. That look at cutie pie that's what cutie pie did like that that was his thing he he played games and stuff like that and brought it over and kept growing it uh ninja all of them And that that's what we do now like so the the switch has failed it it honestly even even my dad right i think he even then became to accept it and i think what, what also helps is the fact that esports is becoming so huge that honestly esports is what about to become a multi-billion dollar industry because of the fact of how people play it and how much video games have grown. Look at the, look at what happened just this pandemic. Playstations are selling like hotcakes. Xboxes are selling like hotcakes, not really hotcakes, not like Sony but they're selling out. They they've been bought up in minutes and seconds. Constant consoles are being bought up like that. So I think that's what people are looking at like, yo, the demand for video games and everything is so high that just involve that just wraps it with the the esports and everything. And my dad even like I'm going to tell y'all, like before like uh Well, when I was like 16, 17, he used to be like, y'all playing that damn game again, huh? Yup. Y'all, y'all just playing that damn game. Now, I, now I'd be like, oh, like say I didn't came from running an or like got off work or something like that. And I just hop on the game for a little bit. Then go to sleep, or whatever, or be hopping on the game, like, before work and shit, he don't even, he wouldn't even say nothing, like, this This was a couple years ago when I do that, when I was living in that other house, but he, he was like, he was like, son, what you doing? He would uh, call me, and he would say, uh, he would ask what I was doing, and he, and I'd be like, oh, I'm playing a game, he'd be like, oh, playing a game, my huh, son? He's like, I don't, don't, don't uh don't be late for work when you gotta go to work, and because we'd be talking about the stuff, and then that would be it. It was it wasn't even no uh no thing of being like oh you playing that damn game my huh, son. It wasn't none of that no more. It 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 became acceptance and everything because I, I think even with his generation being like oh they playing video games, they could be out there doing a lot worse and all that. So. I I guess that I think those two entities really like help evolve the world into being like, oh, video games are a new norm, not just a new norm, but they can garner you millions if played correctly and hundreds of thousands and tens of thousands or just regular thousands of dollars if you just stream and a couple people watch your stream and they donate a couple of dollars every month, like it, it's a possibility that could be like your little off thing you just hop on a video game and you play you play and you get paid so that that's just another revenue stream of money that's all it is it's another revenue stream, and you can constantly flip that into something else anime what what has happened with that I think. I think the older generation still kind of looks at it as cartoons, but I I think that's just how they will look at it because all their cartoons were like that and they look at real movies as real movies and shit like that. So I don't think that ever going to change with that. But I think the, the wide consensus of how anime is viewed over like how it used to be viewed is completely changed. And it it has changed from, like, people being like, oh, you watch anime? Weird-ass nigga. To, oh, nigga, what anime you watch? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people... I be having full debates and discussions with people about, uh... About different animes and different characters and shit like that. Because, like I said, I'm enthralled in it. Now, I'm a... I'm a... I'm what you call a tweener, right? I'm a tweener. Like, I... I I fluctuate in very different worlds. Like I can like if you drop me in a room full of jocks and meatheads and we just talk about football, working out and all that shit, right? I can thrive because I know all that talk. I've lived all that talk and we we can get it going. If you drop me in uh, I can't even say Nerds but people who are like Supremely passionate about anime and everything uh, If you drop me in a room with them I can still uh, Chameleon myself And be like oh yeah this yada yada Bleach uh, Attack on Titan, kogi Geass All that right Cause I can still go with that And of course Naruto, One Piece, yada yada I can I can function with that because I I'm in that world also. You you drop me in the business world I can do that because I have a business degree and I I don't know as much as I need to know and how much I want to know, but I can I think I can keep up just a little bit where I'm not looking completely foolish and I can actually learn a couple things while I'm there, but it. I, I like to say I'm able to go in different worlds and be, be like that because I, I I dabble in so many different things, so that that's one of those and I think a lot of people are starting to become like that because anime isn't just for like you know it used to be considered oh you're weird you're watching anime yada yada yada. Nah, bruh, people don't realize that the storylines and this shit is so amazing that you, that it compels you to pay attention and to compare it among some of the greats. That's what it, that's what it does. So I, I fucking fully support it and I'm glad that we're kind of at this place in, uh, like in society where it is become comfortable to be like, Hey, I watch anime and, oh shit, you watch anime, what you watch? Or, hey, I play video games. And, hey, that's what's up. Fucking Chad, Chad Johnson. Look at Chad. But a lot of y'all know him as Chad Ocho Ochocinco. Look at Chad. Chad plays FIFA. He plays FIFA, bro. And he is a gangster at FIFA. He play FIFA and go crazy. He go crazy on FIFA. And he makes... A hell of a lot of money... Streaming... With FIFA. Now we know Chad... Made a lot of money playing football. But he's also making... Fucking... Six to seven figures every year... By streaming... Playing FIFA. So that that that's what I be looking at. I be, and it also helps... The fact that one he's good at it, two that he's Chad Ochocinco, so he already's gonna bring he's already gonna bring a following of people already with him because he has built a wide array of audience while he was in playing football, because everybody wanna know what Chad was gonna do next, and I'm just glad that we that we made it to that far, and all that I ain't mean to, to go too far on. I don't know what's going on in the stock market right now, but shit's going crazy. Uh, It's going up and down, up and down, up and down. I haven't made no significant trades. I haven't done anything drastic. Honestly, if I'm telling y'all, I'm just riding a wave because it's like a damn seesaw right now. Like, I don't know. Last year, it was kind of like I could kind of predict the weeks of what was going to happen. Not, I wasn't like Nostradamus or anything like predictions, but it was like I can kind of see where it was going. Now, of course, it threw a couple curveballs in there, but you kind of you you kind of saw where it was going. I don't think anyone sees what's happening right now. I don't think anyone sees. I think we're all just flying by the seat of our pants and just being like, "Hey, what's going up today? Oh, what's going down today? Yeah." I'm either making money or I'm losing money. So, uh, shit, I done lost a couple grand. I done gained a couple grand. Then lost it at the same time. So, it it is really, honestly, a seesaw. And we're just riding the wave. So, y'all don't make anything drastic unless you see a gangster play. Make it. But if not, don't lose all y'all money on doing, like, some stupid shit and just throwing it all in something that you think is going to go up and then that shit bottoms out or like falling behind a whole bunch of crowds when they like people aren't for people. I I remember uh, my brother was telling me about uh, this guy on YouTube who uh, who's like a a person that be talking about stocks. Y'all know it's a bunch of people on YouTube that talk about stocks. So the guy was saying like he was telling about a company to invest in and all that, right? so what the guy did was like they were talking about it and all that in the company the company was like going up right is is going up making making money making money so like he pulled his money but no one like he was making videos about it and shit like that and this this stock would be, like, in some of the videos that he'll make. Like, he'll, he'll drop it in here and there and be like, yeah, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this, and, like, this may go up and shit like that, right? But now he making them, like, on the daily, because, you know, they make stock videos on the daily. So, so he makes the video, and he will, he'll always, like, tell people, like, yeah, I'll tell y'all if I'm pulling my money out and shit like that, or I'll tell y'all the, the type of moves I'm making so so he ends up like the the company is like really going up now and then the next day like he took all his profits out at that time so then the next day the next day it ends up the company like the fucking bottom falls out of the company right that that shit starts tanking I'm talking about like not just It's not going down no 10%. That shit is going down like 40, 50, 40, 50, 60%. It's going down like that. And people are like hitting them up. And like all the people like, yo, like, what's up? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you, are you going to pull your money? Or like, what what's happening? You said you, like, you know, people like relying on this because people looking at, at you as like an invested person they like investing with you because they're on the same journey you on and shit like that and they thinking like hey we you get money we all get money because we all got our money in it so they they all kind of looking at it like that and he done already pulled his money out so then he makes a video but see he makes he doesn't make a video while the shit is like going down he doesn't make a video he makes a video after the trading day is over. So after like fucking five, six o'clock, he make a video. And now he's like, yeah, I pulled my money out of it and all that. I took profit and all that shit. And he got a lot of backlash because people were like, huh, nigga, you could have said you was taking your money out. And we all would've did the same, but your ass didn't say nothing. You you went and got all the, uh, you got all the money at the time. Like you you got the maximum money that you got, but you left all of us. You hung us all out to dry basically. Like you took your profit and you was just like, yeah, I took my profit, so I'll. Let this shit go down and I ain't going to say nothing until like the trading day is over and shit. So pe- people's like really pissed because they they sitting there like, yo, why didn't you say nothing? Like you could have told everybody that you were going to take all your profit because we would have took ours too. And they thought they, they sitting there thinking like, oh, nah, nigga like that, that's fucked up. Which it is. It is fucked up. But that's why I tell y'all, hey, everybody is out for themselves in this bitch. Because look at that. That's his subscriber people. That's his people that follow him on YouTube. Now you done lost a good bit of people because now no one trusts you. Because they sitting there like, nah, nigga, you let me fucking lose money. And you could have easily made a couple minute video and be like, yo, I'm selling or something like that. Sell because... He could have did that shit during the trading day, but he didn't do it. So now these people are stuck holding the bag for another day while that shit, while that fucking stock is still in the shitter. And they can't do a damn thing about it until the next day, but they done already lost hundreds of dollars. Some people done lost thousands and some people done lost tens of thousands of dollars on some shit because they they were listening to advice from somebody else which was good advice at the time, but that person also didn't give them the advice to sell when they were, like, when he was advising. You know what I'm saying? He took his shit, but he he didn't tell him, like, oh, I took my shit, y'all might want to take y'all's. When, if he would have did that, a lot of people would have took their uh, shares, and they would have just moved on about their business. But now, you done got fucked up because these people feel, they feel some type of way about the, about the shit that you did, which is some real scummy shit. I'ma be real, that's some real scummy shit. I call it how I see it, and that's kinda fucked up. That's why I tell you all day, don't look at everybody as your savior. You gotta do your own research, and you gotta do your own, like when you think it's time to sell something, you gotta make that decision for yourself. You can't just look at people and be like, hey, hey, shit, doggy coin? I've been with it, been steady Eddie with it. Like I'm I'm holding doggy coin till, till that bit reach a dollar. Like that that's me. That's me. I've been with it before it even hit a cent. When that thing was like point 0. zero when it was like point zero zero one I I've been in doggy coin. So I'm just like, hey, now I wasn't as heavy as I got into it in December. I wasn't as heavy. Because I, I got in December. It was like... So, early on, I had like a couple thousand shares. But then, as a... Like, because I had it last year. Uh, I think I bought it around March or February of last year. Because I just had a couple extra, like, dollars that I couldn't buy nothing with. So, I put it in Doggy Coin. So... I bought some doggy coin. Now, now, I bought, uh, when December hit, I was like, shit, this shit about to start getting traction. So, me and my brother dumped thousands of dollars in it. And we end up getting a, a good bit of, uh, doggy coin. So, now we have a bunch of, uh, now we got a good amount of shares. And I'm like, hey, it's all, pro- I believe in it. I think that, hey, that bit going to a thousand. So, I don't even touch it. I don't even touch my doggy coin, I just sit there and just let it rest. Because I'm like, ah, you're the long play. You're the, by the end of the year, I expect you to be at 50 cents or higher play. That's what I expect. And that's what I hope. So when that thing actually hit a dollar, we going sizzler. We going to the moon, baby. We going to the moon, because it ain't got no choice, it ain't got no choice. Now, Bitcoin's already going to be fucking a hundred and some thousand dollars by the time this year is over. So that's going to happen. I'm not tripping too much about that because I I am tripping about it like that a little bit because I could have bought Bitcoin when I was at three thousand dollars. But I didn't. I didn't think it was going to skyrocket like that. I don't care who talked to you and all that. It was very few people. Who thought Bitcoin was gonna jump to sixty thousand dollars, like fifty, fifty or or forty thousand dollars last year? It wasn't a lot of people, people. I it, it wasn't a lot. It it was it was some people because they saw the trajectory at a specific point. Honestly, I probably think people was thinking like Bitcoin's gonna jump to ten thousand, fifteen thousand. I I don't think anyone saw like. 50000 that it was going to jump in a year and stuff like that. I don't think nobody saw that. If they did, hey, you against them. But I know the pandemic fast-tracked so many companies that it was just crazy. It fast-tracked so many companies that look at DoggyCoin. No one thought DoggyCoin was going to hit like no, no $0.08. Cent. That was crazy. That was crazy. That's just the complete hype that happened. That it happened to hit $0.08. Cent. Uh, so, that that was my stock knowledge. But, hey, just be careful. I hope y'all make a lot of money. You know, I hope we all make a lot of money. And I hope we all can be millionaires one day. Or t- billionaires one day. And just keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? And try to make this world a better place. Like, do, do a lot of philanthropy and all that. And let, let's get it popping. So the last bit last bit on today's uh I wanted to say my goals right uh I I have these things written down I I like I have the the milestones that I want to reach and stuff like that so uh I'm going to tell y'all like a few really uh so I know uh this year I was like I want to make like I wanted my uh, my my gross income to be six figures. That's what that's what I want it to be. That's what I want my gross income to be. Uh, it's very difficult. I it's very difficult for that, for that to happen. But if I'm able to parlay that that gross income into six figures, if I'm able to get that six figures. Within five years, I'm gonna have a couple million dollars, like that. That's how that's how I'm swinging it, right? That's my plan. This year, by time December hit, that was one. That that was one of my goals to have uh, to have six figures, to have made six figures, like after taxes, um, after all expenses, everything to to make six figures left over that that was one and then the the long-term goal the long-term goal i got a couple that i got like hitched in there and all that but the long-term goal so i want to be the first african-american uh nfl owner now now look, if it happens before I buy one, whoop-de-doo. Okay? Whoop-de-doo. I hope it does. But until then, and if it does, I would I'm still I still wanna be an NFL owner. So if it still does, but I want to be the first African American NFL owner who just Goes out and balls with that shit. And wins a fucking championship. Right, I always wanted to own an NFL team. I always said it since I was a kid. That I'm going to own an NFL team. And by goddamn it. I'm going to own an NFL team. That That's something that I always wanted to do. Because I fucking love football. I right, I think football is the greatest sport ever. Right, I love sports in general. But I love football. And I think would it be my problem. In that area would be like and and not just not just the fact that I love football I love talking about football like I, I love all all the moves everybody makes all the play on the field everything everything about it so I think that would be one of my issues because like I would definitely still have this show and I would definitely still talk football and I don't know if they'll consider that shit tampering or whatever. If I'm just like on on a podcast, just talking about a player and just being like, "Yo, I would love to have that guy in my locker room to get after it, to go to go out there and make a couple plays and all that." And I don't know if they'll be like, "Yo, you can't say that shit because you're an NFL owner. Like you you'll end up like you know fucking some shit up and and getting hit with some fines and shit because I keep talking about players on certain things and all that. So I don't know, I don't know. And then I, what if I call another organization like trash and like they pull and they can't get their shit together? Like, I, I think that'd be a little of a an adjustment period, but I think I'll probably get through it. But that, that's what I want to do. That, that are my goals. Like, the hundred thousand is the short term. The NFL football team is the long term. Like that is my long term goal and to to accomplish that i will i will accomplish it and shit i'm gonna be the fucking best owner in fucking sports period all right we're gonna get this shit popping and i'm gonna <sighs> robert Kraft robert Kraft three Super Bowls in four years we're gonna go we gonna go uh, seven for seven. We're gonna go five for five. We we just gonna get them back to back to back to back to back. That's what I'm gonna try to do. But I hope y'all have a beautiful rest of y'all day. And I hope y'all have a good day. And hey, remember everything is what it is, you know. Y'all get out there and y'all get after it. Do what you gotta do. Hey, you gotta get ahead. People gotta live, you gotta eat. Fucking people gotta eat. Let it happen. Get it how you live, man. It was...